0: Hello and welcome to The Family That Podcasts Together. Today is the final installment <laughs> of Gentle and Lowly. Whoop, whoop. Oh, it's been a long time coming.
1: <laughs> yes, How you nice. feeling, Mom? Relief. Yeah. Relief that's finally going to be over. We read...
2: Five chapters this time. Read, quote unquote. I'll Skimmed listen. five
1: <laughs> chapters. I listened.
0: And read an epilogue.
2: <laughs> Alright. Best thing to come out of the book. Just to make you be positive for a second.
0: First chapter. Why? That's the last time I remember being
2: positive about
0: this book. <laughs> when he realized, oh, I've got to read more. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mom?
1: Why are you picking on us first?
0: Because you complain about it every started time. off complaining.
1: <laughs> I mean, there have been things. Mm-hmm you know, every time we read it I'm like, okay, that's a good point. So there are good things about the book. I'm not saying it's a terrible book.
2: I talked to Emily about this book in the past couple weeks and
0: I've come to the conclusion that it is a good book but it is not what I need slash want right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. I think what I come to the realization of over these last few chapters is that I haven't been very hopeful lately and so um i'm I've started trying to be more aware of that attitude in myself since the last few chapters mm-hmm
2: like the last few chapters made that aware? Made you aware of that? Yeah. <clears throat> what was said in the last probably, few chapters?
1: <laughs> probably combined with other things you know, yeah. happening. Mhm.
0: I mean, I think the tone for the last part of it of course it was focusing on Christ, but the tone of it was um, the fact that he's for us not just tolerating us which was I mean through a lot of it too but that was really the overarching what I saw
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: dad and I talked while we were driving and you do catch yourself sometimes well, well like you know because we're I'm not in church right now I find myself having that feeling of okay what's gonna happen to what is God going to allow to happen to me to put me back on the straight and narrow does that make sense?
0: what corrective measure is he gonna take?
2: yeah you're like anticipating that? yeah
0: Okay. He gonna get you.
2: And this has helped with that?
1: Uh, Well, it's made me aware of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's made me aware that I think that way. Yeah. Because you you get in a thought pattern and it's so common, it's so comfortable, you kind of forget you have it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. He talked about legalism being natural to us so we don't recognize that it's there because it's yeah. not unnatural.
1: Yeah, and then we've been hammered with it
2: mm-hmm.
1: our whole lives. So it just becomes a natural thought and a natural process. And you think it, but you don't realize you're thinking it.
2: hmm Yeah.
1: But you have to ask yourself, why am I thinking that way?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why do I think he's gonna do something really major to jolt me in the right direction?
2: Yeah. There's a oh there it is. There's a part in chapter 21 at the beginning. He said, uh, "If we were 189." If we were to more closely examine how we actually relate to the Father moment by moment, which reveals our actual theology, whatever we believe on paper, I think that's, like, it's not what we say we believe, it's how we actually are in relationship with God that shows what we really do believe. And a lot of times that is a legal spirit that he brings up later.
0: We talk about that, like with your bylaws over the church. If you go to court over something, they don't really care what, as well they do. I mean, you. So your your bylaws are how your organization runs. Mm-hmm. So if you're dealing with a situation, you know they're going to look at it and say, "Here's what your bylaws say. Here's how you handled it. People coming ahead of a time know that in practice. Like, you know, if." I don't want to get everything. I'm afraid you get political when you start talking about it. But if you have a church that's against uh, gay marriage, like if they if they um, put in their bylaws that in your in their leadership you can't be living that lifestyle, mm-hmm. like you, you know, it's got to be in your documents. So you know that. So like, if you have a, a scenario of somebody's coming up. To be hired or whatever, and you find out that, and then they don't hire you. It's like, well, you know this from who we say we are, right or wrong. That's that's what the document says. But you also have the the practical things to where this is this is what you say in your document. But we've also seen how you practice things. So, um, I can't think of a good example of it. But if if you you say, "This is the rule, and this is the rule we're going to follow, but then there's proof that you've never actually followed the rule that will not hold up in court mm-hmm. because in practice you that's not the rule. And so it'd be the kind of what you're saying here and the same thing of like you may say, "I believe this about God, but I'm not practicing that every day. So if you was going to court mm-hmm. and they were like, you think you think God is loving and He's for you." But then I watch you, and mm-hmm. or we've looked at your life, and your life says you don't really trust him, mm-hmm. and you really think he's looking at you with scorn, and yeah.
1: I think that because we're human and the way we process things, you know, and we've talked about it over and over, we assume that God processes the same way, mm-hmm. and we're surprised by ourselves that we can still be so stuck in our ways and stuck in things that we do that we expect him to be surprised about it and to be like but he knows, he already knows he knows who we are, he knows how we are he knows what we're made of he's not surprised Mm
3: -hmm.
1: he's like it is who you are it is how I made you It is human nature.
0: Is that the Michael Jackson song? That's what I was about to say. It's like, wait a minute. It's my favorite Michael Jackson song, actually.
3: On
1: 187, it says, The gospel is the invitation to let the heart of Christ calm us into joy. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We've already been discovered, included, brought in. It's already... It's, he, he knows already.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I can't surprise him in any way. Yeah. So... <clears throat> somehow we've got to continue to remind ourselves that he's not just up there waiting to... Jolt us into submission. Which I know that, like, the overall <laughs> thought, I know that. But mm-hmm. it's still in my nature to, to feel that way.
2: hmm But we see that, I mean, like, with Paul, he says, the things I don't want to do, I do, and the things I want to do, I don't. And then he says multiple times that we have to put on the new man, and, like, we have to actively push aside the flesh Like, it's never going to go away while we're here, even if we know that it should change. Like, we can't. The flesh is there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Which which he brought up. There was a part in here, and now I can't remember where it was, but he said, basically, that the gospel is... Oh, there it is. Um, The mercy of God reaches down and rinses clean, not only obviously bad people, but fraudulently good people. And like today, the, the, in the sermon, um, our pastor said something about there will be people who don't get into heaven because of rebellion, but there will also be people who don't get in because of religion. And it, like, they both do the same thing. They both cheapen the mercy. They both really cancel out the point of the mercy and make it ineffective because they're not embracing the gift. Mm -hmm. Either they're fully rejecting the gift through sin or they're fully, I mean, I guess either way it would be sin, but through rebellion or they're fully rejecting it through religion or legalism.
0: There's so many thoughts that tie into other thoughts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Because I'm thinking about what you were saying, Jeanette, and even in that there's still this element of thinking about action Mm -hmm. to where the point of this the point of this book and especially those last few chapters is and we use this a lot and and just miss it but that his focus is the relationship like he's not worried about the action like he is looking at you saying that's mine and I was telling you driving home so we, we came we were out of town this weekend so driving home we were listening to a couple of podcasts or one podcast and it had a lot of layers to it. it. was It was interesting, but one thing that they, uh, one of the guys they talked to, he is a black comedian that lost his sight. Like he went completely blind. Like he said, one day he he could see enough that he could play basketball, but then he woke up one day and everything was black. And he said, it's not like he even could see light. Like he said, he felt his way to the bathroom was flipping the light on and off and couldn't tell the difference Mm -hmm. and um so so he was he was talking about the context of the conversation the episode um was about if people are inherently good or not um it's uh what was it this american life Mm -hmm. yeah um and they they had different scenarios, but that's one. And, it, and the, one of the things he was talking about was how people treat him differently because he's blind. Mm-hmm. And he said people ended up opening up to me, like they. He said I basically became a confessional for people because I can't see them. <laughs> and and so he, you know, he was he was talking about the interesting thing in that, but it's it's actually helped him. Losing his sight helped him to be less of a pessimist about people and and you know, more realizing that people are, will do good things. Um, But even outside of that, they got, they got to talking about um, racial relationships. And, and um, so that naturally came up. The interviewer was, was another black guy too. And so they're talking about all that. But anyways, I was, it got me thinking about the, today in the book and what we was reading through and, and and all of that and I can't quite go a b c this is how I got to this thought process but but as a part of what he was talking about got me in the the thinking about the racial situation too you know uh, in America and the world and all of that but one thing one thing you know as parents we would never do anything to hurt you guys but we would also even if you did something and we could take the heat if we could if we could let our name be defamed to To have a better outcome for you we would do it like I don't care like I don't I would we would stand up for you no matter what and that's that's kind of how I got there so you know with all the stuff going on like there's always no matter who does what uh there's some there's always somebody standing up for that person that did this thing you know there's a there's a family member that is going to bat for for that that person. You know, I'm thinking about like at school that we've got these parents that are advocates for their kids, mm-hmm. even if their kids a little turd, they're still <laughs> they're advocates and they will let themselves look act. They will act the fool. Now some of them just do it because they are, but but they will act the fool to do whatever it takes to get the best thing for their kid and I was thinking about that in the context of this I mean that's think of how foolish it was that God sent Jesus I mean, the Bible talks about it,
3: hmm
0: but like he is that focused on that relationship hmm and he's he's willing to hose the foolishness of the cross in order to bring the best to us and He's so blind, not blind, but he is so committed to forgiving that he's not even looking at all that stuff. Like, we really do get way too focused on the things that people are doing. And, I mean, I, to, to extend that thought out even further, it's so that's really what he's calling Christians to do of I mean when you you think about social justice like he's calling Christians to be foolish appear to appear foolish in being advocates for other people
2: well, I mean if you think about he you know we're told with your enemies like if your enemy says walk with me a mile we should walk with them too mhm like it's not even just I'm gonna do what you ask. I'm gonna go above and beyond for you, even if you're my enemy. Mm-hmm. Which is foolish. Absolutely. In logical standards. I'm not good at it at all.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I was. It was hitting me driving home. It was like, dang it, I don't like. I don't like who I am right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. But. I, I agree. I, I was thinking. um, Dad and I were at Target today, and a person, a couple people in front of us in line, <laughs> her card wouldn't go through. Mm-hmm. An and older it, lady. Yeah. She was old, she, she was older, like really older. And um, they tried it a few times in a different ways and all that, and then it just wouldn't go through. And uh, the guy behind her paid for her things. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to pay attention. Like, I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. I saw that her card wouldn't go through. And I was sitting there thinking, we're going to be here forever <laughs> in this line. Always we should have gone line. through the self-checkout. <laughs> you know? Always I was going thinking through the self-checkout. <laughs> and um, so then that man paid for her things. And then the girl behind him paid for his.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And I sat there and and i was I was really appreciating what had just happened- mm-hmm. and then um uh, she she paid for his separate like the guy didn't check her things in with his mm-hmm he checked them separately and gave the man the receipt so and then the man left, and then she paid for her own things, and I thought for a minute like, should I pay for her things because no. <laughs> And then I think, but here's my thought process, but I don't know how much her purchase is going to be. What if she bought something really expensive? What if it's like, you know. Yeah. And it was. It was like $80 or something, her purchase. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's how we think about things. Yeah. You know, we've all been in the Chick-fil-A line when somebody pays for the person behind them and then you pay for the person. I've done that a few times, you know all I'm that like, kind of stuff.
0: There's somebody buying for their office behind me. Yeah. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: what if they got a carload of kids yeah. in there? But they see, got a party
2: tray. In a situation <laughs> like that, like there's always the like I remember reading an article from a guy who saw one of those situations. I don't remember what restaurant it was, but it was like 6 hours of people paying for the person behind them. Like it just kept going all day. So he purposely drove over there and ended it. Like, he went up to the window, they said, yours has been paid for, and he said, thanks, and drove away. Because he said, at that point, it is not generosity.
1: No, it's (laughs) obligation.
2: Yes, and he said, there is no point in that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Obligation.
2: Because some of those people were pissed
0: the rest of the day. Well, some of
2: those people are paying $5 for somebody behind them when they got $50 worth of food, you know, and it's not, nothing's being done. And all of the people who are going through that line are privileged enough. To pay for the things that they are... Pr- like, nobody was being given something that they couldn't meet their own need right, for. Yeah, you know, right. you're not meeting a need. You're yeah. just being... Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which
1: yeah. yeah. is
0: why
2: tipping is dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't want to go there. We're not getting into that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think we put so many limits on things, and God does not. He does not. Yeah.
0: Well, and really what, what I was thinking about in that is... is if we back to the relationship thing, if we look at him, now not everybody has good parents, but if we if we look at him in the way that we know we are, like how much of an advocate for us he is, mm-hmm. that changes everything. Like you don't you don't worry about your standing. You don't worry about you don't worry about any of it. Like, I mean, I think about us. Like, right now, we decided to sell our house and move in in here with Mom and Dad. Like, the decision was made before we even talked to them because we knew what the answer would be.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, we knew they would be glad to have us around. And and so, like, that's that's the, the relationship that he's called us to Is is that. I mean, I'm not the, and he goes into it in, in the chapters, but... I've never been the guy that wants that focuses on heaven, you know. Like I was, just don't want to spend. Okay, yep, that's the end result. But honestly, it does. It will change things if you think about the the temporary thing of this this life. Like it's it's temporary. It's not gonna it's not gonna last forever. By our belief, the after is,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that that promise is is welcome home, mm-hmm. and and there's something to always look forward to 70 years is a long dang time but and and it's hard to keep that in in mind it's like i'm tired i'm exhausted i'm stressed out this seems like it's going to go on forever but it's not
2: and i think that's part of what we miss as believers is the eternal mindset because we get so focused on What's happening down here? Like our generosity is stifled because we're thinking of our own security here, but this is not home for us. We have eternal security. That's taken care of, and we trust that God will meet our needs here until we are with him. So if we can keep an eternal mindset, then generosity is like, yeah, take it. This doesn't mean anything. Like none of this is important, And, and accumulating things is not important because this isn't it for me. Like this, this isn't even the best thing. I and mean, he said it in one of the chapters, like this is the worst it's gonna get yeah. for us. And for an unbeliever, this is the best it's gonna get. So why would we waste time trying, like everything we do should be with the mindset of I'm, I'm gonna glorify God and I'm gonna serve other people because I'm only here for a little bit and then I, I'm gonna be in eternity in relationship with God. So why am I even thinking? I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um, I guess it was Keller. He was talking about hopefulness. And um, he said, you know, for an atheist who believes this is it, this is all we have is the time on earth, you're going to have to work really hard to trick yourself into not thinking, all I'm doing here is distracting myself from the fact that I'm going to die. And that's gonna—it's gonna be over. Like all you're doing is wiling away your time until it ends. For a Christian, that's not true. This is our time. This is a time to glorify God and be be closer in relationship with Him, so that so that we have even more joy when we are reunited. But for for someone who believes you die and that's the end of you, what really are you doing? Like you can. You can look at, I'm going to leave a legacy behind. So, like, for an author, I'm going to write a book that people will remember for hundreds of years to come. But that's it. Like, that's all you can do is leave a memory of you behind. But really, all you're doing is just killing time until it's over, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: Do you find yourself questioning... What if it is just that way? What if what if what I believe in isn't real?
2: That's where Puddleglum comes in for me. <laughs> from not from the Silver Chair. You remember Puddleglum? Silver Chair um is there's a prince, like the prince of Narnia gets kidnapped and he gets taken to this underground kingdom by like a, a witch. Um, And he's lived there so long, he thinks that's the whole world. And then um, there's two kids, and Puddleglum, he's a Marsh Wiggle. And he's very, uh, Marsh Wiggles are very um, pessimistic. They only see the negative side of things. So the whole time he complains about every single thing. (laughs) But they go down into this underground kingdom... To rescue the prince. And the witch convinces them that this is it. This is the whole world. Like, they're, you've made up Narnia. Narnia's not... There's no sun. You've made that up. You've imagined it. Like, that's not real. That's just a game. You're children. And you're playing a game. And, and they start to believe that. And then Puddleglum says, If that's a game, it's better than reality. And I would rather be a Narnian. I'm gonna be as much a Narnian as I can, even if there's no Narnia. I'm going to serve Aslan, even if there's no Aslan, because what, what, this thing that I've imagined, this game that I'm playing is better than anything you could ever come up with, and that's, that a couple years ago was just my conclusion of, if I can't be certain, I can be hopeful, and if And if all of this this ends up being false and this is the it, like this is, I'm gone after this, well, the worst thing I did was try to live a better life, try to be a better person, you know?
1: Yeah. You're choosing to live with or without hope. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's going to be a tattoo one day when I'm willing to drop the money, that that tattoo roll crier. (laughs) What? Puddle glum.
1: (laughs) Um, On page 187 it says at the bottom In the gospel we are free to receive The comforts that are Due us Don't turn them off Open the vent of your heart to the love of Christ Who loved you and gave himself for us I struggle with that That are due us
0: Why are y'all looking at me I've talked a lot. (laughs) Do us? I think Ethan is the
1: only one that has. Do us in the
0: context of what he's talking about.
1: Yeah, I I struggle with the thought that we have anything due to us. Not
0: because of us.
2: Because of our identity in Christ, right? Like we are heirs. So it's due to us because of who we have been made. like We have been adopted. Therefore, it's due to us because of the identity we've been given, but not because we did it.
1: Yeah. I, I know all of that, but it's still <laughs> like...
2: It rubs you the wrong way.
1: Yeah.
0: In the gospel, so move over to the next page.
1: Yeah.
0: In the gospel, we are free to receive the comforts that are due us. The key word there is gospel.
3: Yeah.
1: and then the last sentence on that in that chapter is our lawish hearts relax as his lavish heart comes home to us
3: Mm
0: mhm I mean you think about what we've been talking about again back to living here with them we feel guilty but do they care that we're living here and Like you said, dad loves to serve. That is. He loves it. And he doesn't think twice about it. And so... But you want to have to
2: earn it. That's why I don't feel bad every time I say, yeah, you're going to buy land and I'm going to build on (laughs) it," Because that's just going to (laughs) happen. That's
0: why I don't feel bad every time we're at Walmart Put a hot wheel on <laughs> <line>. <laughs> You're a brat.
3: <laughs>
2: I think he does that to me and mom. I don't think he does that to you.
1: No, uh, no he will show it to dad. Dad you be like, oh man, that's really cool. We got to get that.
2: No. <laughs> no, he'll just watch. Dad will just watch Ethan throw it on your pile. <laughs> and shake his
1: head
0: say you're a brat (laughs) i'm I'm as tight with myself as i am with everybody else
2: i had a question that felt sacrilegious okay in chapter 19 on 179 he's talking about god is rich in mercy and he says there's going to be some of you who are like god has not shown any mercy in my life i've gone through the worst imaginable things and he, he says to you i say the evidence of christ's mercy towards you is not your life the evidence of his mercy towards you is his mistreated misunderstood betrayed abandoned eternally in your place but he wasn't abandoned eternally <laughs> and like in my brain lately i've been thinking like i know that there's when when Christ went to the cross, there's the separation. But they knew it wasn't gonna be permanent. They were gonna be triumphant. But then I'm like, no, you're cheapening it. But they didn't. They there there was no there was no risk of loss. I guess is what my brain is thinking. Sure.
0: The risk-reward.
2: Yeah, because it's like going into it. I know that he sweat blood and, you know, he didn't want to go to the cross and all that, but he went to the cross knowing he was going to triumph. Yes. There was no thought of, well, we might lose.
0: I mean, yeah, he sweat the blood and he definitely didn't want to face it, but... I don't know if it was in this book I'm sure it was where it talks about the, the great chasm between like Jesus would have never known pain period yeah you know um, but also well there is an eternity side of it to where the theology that you know he's still flesh yeah so he limited himself he is limited forever that's that's the difference between him and the Holy Spirit.
3: So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's we we talk about him in this realm of of he's omnipresent. When he took on flesh, he took on flesh. He, you know, now did he when he got a glorified body? Did that change things? I've heard it on both sides, mm-hmm. but but so the idea is is he did become. Yeah flesh so he's even when it talks about him coming back after and mm-hmm. he saw him, he still had the holes mm-hmm. he still had the the side pierced he still had the scars
1: we get new bodies but God <clears throat> has never changed well, so if he hadn't come down here he would be as God is right
0: so he, he lowered himself mm-hmm. for eternity
2: Which is like the spirit had to come because he couldn't come Mm -hmm. at the same level. Yep. Mm.
0: Yep. So there is an eternal consequence. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And isn't 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 that consequence that we have all of these things that we have evil and death and
2: as part of the fall
1: yeah like you know
2: that wouldn't be part of Christ's consequence though So it was already there
1: but it's the reason
2: yeah that was yeah. man's consequence the first Adam
0: don't know what you're saying
1: <laughs> it's all the same God planned ahead of time. He knew. He already knew.
0: How it was all going to play out.
1: Yeah. So, had hit, had it not happened the way it did, we would all be I
0: think you're saying the same thing as Alex.
1: Immortal beings.
2: Like if there was no fall. Uh-huh. Oh, gotcha. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he which is, like us. Which is what, like the new heaven and the new earth and the new Jerusalem will be. Right. Like but had perfect... there
1: not been a fall, we wouldn't need any of it.
2: Right. True.
1: So that is the eternal consequence.
2: That all we example. that we needed it. <laughs> <laughs> my my issue was just that it it seemed like less of a sacrifice. It seems if like you know had you're to if you know you're gonna win, you know it's like it's like Paul says, if if I if I could give up my soul to save all the Jews, I would, which sounds great, but you know that you can't. So, it's, it's a great thing to, say. to It's like empty platitudes. Like, it's a great thing to say. It sounds nice, but you might not really mean it, you know? And, and it, so, it's like that. It's kind of like me. <laughs>
0: it's kind of like when somebody says, let's play Monopoly in our house. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Because I know I'm going to kick y'all's butts. <laughs> like, I am down. I
1: know what you're saying. I'm I down with that saying. game.
0: I so.
2: just didn't see... An eternal consequence. I didn't. There's no risk of loss, and when there's no risk of loss, it seems like less of a sacrifice when you go in knowing I'm gonna win. Okay.
0: Don't cheapen the cross.
2: Oh, well, that's that's where I was struggling. <laughs> yeah. Was right. but also
0: I yeah, like I
2: didn't see an eternal consequence mm-hmm. of. <laughs>
0: Like a few days, we're won. talking about three days' where. Yeah,
2: he was dead for three, like, like that's you know, and he knew he was going to be alive. Yeah, but I didn't think about it. he's remained in the flesh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just stepping into that role in the first place, right, even without everything else, was,
2: mm-hmm.
0: was an eternal decision.
2: Yeah. That just makes me think of Hercules. The end of Hercules. He stays mortal. It's a big thing in Greek myth of gods choosing to stay mortal for love. Ethan, you got any thoughts? No. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Ethan's asleep over
0: here. <laughs> it's not asleep. Very much struggling not to be.
2: (laughs) Well. Oh, that book's going on the shelf. It's going on the shelf. Never (laughs) to return. I think
0: it's one I'll visit again. Oh, we will call you out if we ever see that. Like, uh, uh. I think it's one I'll visit again. I yeah, just it's one of need those... to be in a different mindset for it.
1: Yeah. I want to further explore reasons why we don't feel that we deserve Is that just a me issue? That cannot be just a me issue.
2: I mean, I think the the fact that books like this exist means that it's a universal issue.
0: Well, that's, I think that's, you think about Galatians, you think about Ephesians, you think about, I yeah. mean, Paul's writing is is to the Jews saying, guys, you got to quit trying to earn it. <laughs> could do that jesus wasted his time he wasted his eternity
2: and he take he talks a lot like in romans he talks about the gentiles knew me and you didn't you knew about me but they knew me because they accepted the gift and you keep doing the work like you're living by the law mm-hmm. those of the spirit are those of the law yeah and where there's spirit there's freedom where there's
0: law there's bondage And you you're returning to the law that he came to free you from.
1: It gets, it's so limiting.
0: It's hard to break it because I mean the logistics of it it's hard for me to kick out of the logical brain a lot of that. That that's where I get where I have good and bad, but um it's it's so hard to, to kick into the conversations all the way across, like the, like the implications across the board. Um, because where, where does, where does the mercy end? Like that's the question you, you have to wrestle with and does it? And cause if it doesn't, then there's certain people that pop into your head that is it's like, but how can it not? And, we know enough about ourselves to where we ask that same question how can it not and he says it doesn't and so we can't rectify that to say it really doesn't well but it says it says this okay what is it what is it saying when it says that what what is he telling us about us and about him he's telling us that we're what is it? Keller says, uh, you're you're a bigger sinner than you ever thought you were, but you're more loved than you ever thought
2: possible or something. I thought
0: possible. I something.
2: exactly I, how Yeah, like you're a bigger sinner than you ever thought possible. And I don't it's something like something that. Along yeah. line,
0: but he but he he makes that statement of you're you're worse than you think you are. So even when you say I've done this, and I don't deserve your mercy. And he says, oh, you're worse than that. Mm-hmm. But that lets you know how much more I love you than you realize.
2: And that's what Jesus did for the law. Like, like the Jews were given the law, and it's like, these are things you can and cannot do, and these are things you should do. And it's like, okay, I can do that, because it was all behavior. Like, I can do the things. But then Jesus comes along and is like, no, if you hate people, you've murdered if you lust after people, you've committed adultery. Like, it's not just your actions, it's your thoughts. It, like, it's impossible to be good. We cannot be righteous because we cannot follow the law to the letter or to the standard that God has because we think the things. We we have the motivations, even if we don't follow through with the actions. So our hearts. Our hearts are in a... Desperately like, wicked. Yeah. And...
0: Yeah, I mean that's, and so I mean I don't, I don't want to say too much because I'm being recorded, but uh, I mean you just think about you think about the worst kind of person ever, and mercy can extend to that person. Yeah. Now the wrestling matches to where, <laughs> where, where why is that mercy applied? Is it applied because the person did or didn't do something else to ask for it? Or, to, I mean, let's get into the, the thing we say in the church, you know, the idea is I walked the aisle one day and I said a prayer by God. Right. And so now mercy is extended to me. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that, is that what it is? Cause now we've got to examine the
2: thieves on the cross and like so but well, what is it Paul says in Romans if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved yeah mm-hmm. so where he's like is that a, a list of things <laughs> like is that you have yeah, to do then, that <laughs> then later
1: on it says <laughs> but you wouldn't have come yeah had I not right it
2: wasn't your idea. Yeah. Yep. That's a whole deep <laughs> trench of. Res-
0: welcome to the wrestling match <laughs> of it. Yeah. Because, wow. and so, yeah, and <laughs> and there's where you get Luther mm-hmm. and Calvin mm-hmm. and Joseph Arminius and all them boys that sit there and wrestled all that stuff out and uh-huh. trying to explain
1: it. I had a point today when we were listening to that podcast um, in the podcast he was uh, they were talking about a couple people and um, they had gone to get tested for AIDS and the test come back for one of them that was was positive and that um, you know they, they had AIDS and when they said that my heart just kind of fell you know it just kind of grieved me that because you can kind of feel what that would feel like to get that test result like I'm gonna die Mm -hmm. you know like how long do I have what's gonna happen now and and I thought like years ago I would have had the thought well he deserved it he's he's getting what you get when you do those things he has
2: consequences
1: it's a natural consequence Mm
0: -hmm.
2: yeah but i think you like from the believer's point of view we also recognize that those natural consequences are a result of the fall
1: yeah absolutely like it's a result
2: of the brokenness so god is just as grieved that you have to experience those natural consequences because all of that is sin. Like, all of that is just a result of sin.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes I feel like, what if, and I think we've talked about it before, what if I'm too um, liberated? What if...
0: You're on that slippery
1: slope? Yeah. <laughs> Well, what if <laughs> what if I'm too forgiving of people? What if I should be telling people, no, that's wrong. You cannot do that. You cannot have that behavior. And then when I hear something like that and my heart goes out, I think, no, it's not wrong to love. It's not wrong. You cannot out love God.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. It's just always that. You're looking at me that, with a question in your eyes. It's I'm always just that, for it. like, yeah. uh, do I have a good balance? Am I too far one side?
3: Yes. What if?
1: You know, like.
0: I mean, doesn't matter which side. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> We're side. just all over the road. Yep. We're in both ditches. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: this, this this, phase of our life, or whatever it is, is. is confusing and (laughs) unstable it feels unstable
0: so i was talking to a guy the other day while i was ranting i was going full-blown Tourette's is what i was doing and uh i was i was purging i was purging the f-bombs everywhere and just trying to empty the system out he is married to a former youth group kid and he you know, at one point, which he knows, I mean, I've, I've drank with him, you know, and, and stuff, so he knows I'm in a different place. But um, he, I, I was in there with another co-worker, and they just kind of laughed, and he looked at my other co-worker and was like, it's like, my wife says that I should not be around, around Randy because I'm a bad influence on him. <laughs> she's got this. Glorified picture of 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 him and and uh, I was like, listen, that that guy's gone. Like that guy doesn't exist anymore. Like the guy she met then was the genuine guy then. Like I wasn't faking anything. Like that's, I mean, I was I was thinking about like, my verbiage in the last four years has changed dramatically, and it wasn't that I was any different behind the scenes. Like you guys know, that's you you see who I am. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know if like. In what I've grown up in would be, you know, it's like, oh, you're backsliding. I don't feel that way. Maybe, but <laughs> definitely from definitely from a thought process that I was in before, and I'm I'm definitely in a a time of rebellion against the things that I've grown up in. Like I know I know that that's there, and but still in the pursuit of of truth and and trying to figure out what this looks like and what it plays out
2: like you know because
1: i don't know and i guess as we talk through it people are going to figure it out with us maybe
2: yeah i think too like this part of your life feels more confusing because before it was easier to imagine that you were in control of something
1: well, yeah. When I'm, you're
2: part of the organization, when you're part of the system, it's easier to think that you you know your role, you know your place, you know what you're supposed to be doing. It's easier to think, I'm in control of this, I know what to do. I'm
1: doing the right
2: Yeah, numbers. I'm competent, but then when you no longer have a specific role and you're like floating, <laughs> like you realize how much of it is not you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, then I knew what I was supposed to do and I was doing them. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know what I'm supposed to do and I'm afraid I'm not doing them. (laughs) And I don't know if I want to do them. Because you don't know what them is. (laughs) Yeah, so that's probably wrong. So I've probably totally fallen off the wagon and gotten run over. I mean, I don't know.
2: Yes, Mom, Mm. you're a heathen. But you know what?
1: I am in constant (laughs) guilt. (laughs)
0: But when you fall off the wagon, you fall into a nice bottle of Green River, and it's green? not green. is a Green River. Green yeah, Green River. It's a good place to fall. Whatever. Yeah, that was a good spot.
1: <laughs> Just makes me think of Wiley burp when he's like totally drunk and he burps and like green bubbles come. Out. It's. <laughs> It's just where my mind goes. Because <laughs> you
2: went Green River, <laughs> yeah. and then it just went down from there. I need to watch Five. If you haven't watched Five Goes West before, highly <laughs> recommended. You got some.
1: Oh, so what we're saying is we are sinners.
2: <laughs> and mom is confused. Mom is confused.
0: Her mom is confused. And we're going to have to go back through the book because she didn't get the point. <laughs> I did get the
2: point. <laughs> no, she said from the beginning she already knew the point. That's what she and said. And he said the point too many times. Yeah. And she didn't need the reminder <laughs> of the point. Hearing,
0: what I keep hearing her say I is, know. is the opposite of the point he kept trying to make. Why
2: That's are you living in guilt? That's what the book was about, not living in guilt. Don't. Yeah. Man. He is gentle and lowly, feel guilty Mom. guilty about feeling that way. <laughs> <All right. laughs> You're making me feel guilty. <laughs> how feeling that way. How dare you doubt that he is rich how in mercy? Dare
0: you. <laughs> only only a sinner would doubt his love. Yeah,
2: Mom. <laughs> oh, the Ferris will You are both the Gentile and the Jew. <laughs> yes. <We need> to... <laughs> yes, I
0: that's, am. So that's what so you know, they tried it years ago. Uh, it was was it Tammy Faye and, and uh what's his name? I can't remember his name.
2: Didn't they just make a movie Baker, about them? No,
0: Jim Baker? Jim. Jim Baker. They, th- yes, about her. Yes. Uh, that was played by, anyway. Um, somebody that, yeah. Anyway. Such a terrible choice. Um, but they tried to make a, I think it was them, or it might have been the ones that owned TBN. I forgot their name. But they were making a amusement park you remember that? No. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. I don't remember which one it was. It was, it was either Tammy Faye and, and Jim or that, that guy and his wife that owned TBN. He always wore, like, the white suits, and he had white hair and a mustache. Kind of looked like the, the guy off of uh, Fantasy Island. But um, do you know who I'm talking about?
3: No. Anyways.
2: I had another thought.
0: But I was, like, <laughs> I was just sitting here thinking, it's like, you know, you could you could make one like that and have a Ferris wheel and call it the Pharisee. But you just sit there and go in that circle. Like, we need to come wow. up with that whole thing we and we went make... through all of
2: that to get to the <laughs> Pharisee <Yeah>. wheel. <laughs> Welcome to my brain.
0: Welcome. Isn't to my
2: Jim brain. Baker the Kool Aid oh, like guy.
1: guy?
0: No, that was uh, Jim Jones. Jones. Oh. Jim Jones. Um, <laughs> 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 is
1: this going to be like heaven's gates and hell's flames? Yeah,
0: like, what could I'm trying to think? Start
1: off in heaven, like holiday world. Here's heaven and here's hell. And like here's the not of Eden Can we have purgatory?
2: <laughs> it's just a waiting area. Like what game? Which,
1: <laughs> the waiting room. It's just a bunch of benches.
0: <laughs> what would be the. I'm trying to think, like, what it's would be smug. the.
2: This seems sacrilegious, too. I apologize
1: to any Catholics <laughs> that might be listening. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm
0: trying to think what would be the hypocrite. Like, I'm trying to think <laughs> of all these different <laughs> phrases and what, what rides we could make based off of them.
1: <laughs> One of them's got to be a serpent.
0: Yeah.
1: It's got to be all twisty. The,
0: the reprobate <laughs> would be like diving into hell.
1: Oh, we could have the Red the elect, Sea. The we elect. could have the Red Sea and we could make it divide.
0: Yeah. Yeah, see. You know,
1: like a wave pool. This okay. has become different things.
0: I, I have watched <laughs> YouTube videos on... Dumb religious theme parks. <laughs> they never work well. They
2: never work yeah. well. But if no, but if we go it in, make it, fun of it. Yeah, if we go in with the snarkiness. Then I'm we, gonna
1: feel even more well, guilty get the about people, people, my life.
2: Get the guys who made South Park in on it. Yeah. Because they did the book, like, book of Mormon and stuff. We want Book of Mormon level snark.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. We didn't learn a thing out of this book.
2: <laughs> uh huh. He is gentle Jesus and lowly, me, even though even I when wicked. I suck.
0: How not to suck?
1: That's not what this book was. Right? <laughs> nope. Nope. Jesus this loves is the opposite me. of
2: that. This
0: is you, you suck. <laughs> you suck, and he, but He loves you
1: anyways. Yep.
0: You
2: suck, It'll be and okay.
1: that's okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> it's okay to be
2: sucky. It's Very Ooh. sucky. <laughs> And that's how all of our brains work. God,
0: <laughs> God's looking at us. It's very sucky. I've, I've just been trying for the last ten minutes to get Ethan involved. And now we <laughs> have no, done it.
2: No. Hey, pop culture references.
0: Oh, I pop every single time. park exactly. ideas.
2: He did throw out a pop culture reference. Oh, he talked about Gollum and the ring. He said something was our ring, yeah. but now I don't remember what it was.
1: He yeah. brought. He said a few things every once in a while that.
2: But... Yeah. Keller likes to use Lord of the Ring.
1: Oh, yeah. Analogies. Keller likes to use. Yeah.
2: All
0: right. I think we're done. I think we're done. Gentlemen, and, <laughs> Gentle and lowly. Adios. So, read it. Read without, it. Without my family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> read it. Absorb it. Believe it. Read it at your own pace.
0: Not three chapters at a time required by other people.
1: <laughs> and there is a study guide that goes with it if you would like. Mm-hmm.
2: And a journal. And a
1: journal. And
2: a journal. Okay. Yep. Yeah,
0: that's gentle and lowly.
2: We'll figure out what's next.
0: Figure out what's next.
2: Later.